0: From the east side to the west, this is From the Land, the Cleveland Sports and More podcast. I'm your host, Jason Gerber, and I am joined tonight by three of the best ever. Co-host Phil Denko is here.
1: Hey, Gerbs. Good to see you.
0: Chuck, just Chuck Rambaldo is here. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Matt Miller coming in. You'll never get me lucky charms. (laughs) Happy St. Patty's Day, everybody. Tonight, we are getting together for a bonus episode of Brown Movements. Our coverage of the Browns off-season personnel moves. After two strange days for Browns fans, an emergency Brown movements was necessary. And so is a glass of whiskey. <laughs> we are here to talk about the Browns' unsuccessful pursuit of Deshaun Watson, where Baker Mayfield stands, and where this train may be heading. So let's start first with the notion that began the week. This was the ultimate Hail Mary, a ton of risk with a long shot reward, was pursuing Deshaun Watson even a good idea from
2: the start? No. Best case scenario, he still misses half the season and all we have to talk about are 22 rape or sexual assault allegations every day for every week of the season and in the offseason. I mean, it would sort of suck the joy out of the entire process. And, the be- and that's the best case scenario. All right? And then maybe we make the playoffs and maybe we do some damage there, but it's always the feeling guilty of, yeah, but, like, was it wasn't worth it?
0: There's the side of this for sure that you saw so much of is like, Cleveland Twitter went insane for two days. Like it was depressed. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was, uh, so that's one side of it. It's like, because he's got these character issues, this is even a guy we're interested in having on the team and rooting for. Chuck, what about you? Good idea.
3: Uh, so on Sunday, we all kind of were like, well, at least me and Phil were like, this feels dirty. I don't like the way this feels. And Gerb said, rub it all over your face. So
0: <laughs> it's not it's exactly you, you said,
3: said rub those wins all over your face.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've got it on tape. <laughs> yeah.
3: But was it a good idea from a football standpoint? If I have to look at it like that, I would say, yeah, they have a roster they believe can compete for a Super Bowl, and they're missing that piece. So if I'm looking at it from their eyes and not through my own, yeah, was there a lot of risk involved? <laughs> Absolutely, uh, and and it blew up very badly, very quickly. But did they have to take a shot at what they thought was an elite quarterback? Yeah, they had to.
0: It's another one of the perspectives. It's like, hey. If you have a chance to get a game-changing, franchise-changing quarterback at this point in the NFL, you don't pass it up.
1: I think you do. I think you do. I, I, I was really glad that this all fell apart the way it did, except for the aftermath and you know, or so. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, we're like we're going to get uh, to it. Yeah, <laughs> but, but ultimately, you, you know, I couldn't stop thinking about the next 10 years of my Browns fandom, potentially rooting for probably the best quarterback I've ever seen play for the Cleveland Browns and remembering how I felt when the Pittsburgh Steelers just kind of looked the other way with Berger's indiscretions early in his career. And I'm thinking, you know what, if you're the franchise, you say you are, you cut that guy, you go find someone else and you continue to build the right culture easier said than done. And we've got 20 plus years of futility on our shoulders where you're like, yeah, you go get a winning quarterback, right? So you're pulled in two directions, but I don't know. I I felt like this whole time, to go after the quarterback for what he does on the field, okay, that's all well and good. To make it like an episode of The Bachelorette or Bachelor or some shit or whatever it's going on right now, where like he gets to like, all right, you have lost your rose, or I don't know. How yeah. Was going. I don't, yeah, I don't watch that yeah. shit. But you know, you know what I'm saying. Something it's like, like right, that happens. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I I vaguely aware. This was not going to end well for the Cleveland Browns, no matter what, no matter what, because what Deshaun Watson caliber quarterback chooses the Cleveland Browns with his final rows, nobody,
0: nobody. And and, and that's the, the hail Mary aspect of it. I think Yeah, that this was such a long shot that he was going to choose the Browns and you just knew the kind of damage you were going to do, not only to the reputation of the team, because you're pursuing this guy while all these allegations are out there, but, what are you going to do with the guy who is your starting quarterback and who you at least have said is somebody you expect is still going to be the starter? Where was the reward exactly the um, Hail Mary in comparison the, to everything else that could go correct. wrong here?
1: Right. Like you know? the Hail Mary, the risk reward is often an amazing last ditch effort touchdown or reception and the risk is what? At worst a turnover? <laughs> you, you know. Right.
2: right. <laughs>
1: the, the risk seem to far outweigh the reward in this scenario alienating fans yeah and, it's know, like you guys were saying Cle- miller you brought this up the cleveland media this week you've got guys on radio stations and tv standing up and giving speeches about how they can't justify doing what they do for a living and going home and raising two daughters that's a lot right like that's a ah, lot to think about well i mean it's again easy, clicks, easy to stand in the ivory yeah, tower yeah. on your of own course.
0: tv show or radio show give me a break. I'm, I'm sure those guys have been to a strip club before. How can they do that?
1: And raise fuck off? Well, You know, cause it's, it's an honest living, but the, uh, yeah. you, you don't break any laws. <laughs> no. So uh, my, my point though, is the normal, like, woe is us, you know, Cleveland sports, no matter what is the, is the, is snake bitten or however you want to say it, it was so much worse these last few days. And it's like, wow, but you could get a quarterback that could win you a Super Bowl.
2: That to me is the question I had: is he didn't even save the Texans, yeah, or like, yeah. in whatever his last season, and he didn't play at all last year. So yeah. you know, I mean, those Pat Holmes who can win you a Super Bowl because Patrick Mahomes has won people a Super Bowl. I don't even know that Deshaun Watson gets you to the playoffs every year. And you know, to Ken- Ben um, Ben Roethlisberger, right? They 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 look sideways over one allegation, but twenty one more than that. Yeah, yeah, two. Yeah, that's. Two
0: allegations from Ben. Two, okay. One in Vegas and one like in a in a bar somewhere like down south. I think.
1: I don't want to have to feel like a lot of my a lot of my friends and people I know that are Steelers fans that for whatever reason have just been okay because he got them a Super Bowl trophy. Right, like that's that's okay then.
0: How
2: many? I
1: I, I didn't want to feel
0: that way.
2: How many of you, if you rubbed a dick on a coworker once, would still have a job? (laughs) Well.
0: I work for myself and my wife is my <laughs> yeah. only co worker. So, I'd
2: all right. Be all man. right. But that's it. <laughs> so, so,
1: Gerber's got one. So, 75% of us would be fired. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: and would anybody trade three first round picks for us at that point? Uh, Depends
0: on what they're looking for, I suppose. <laughs>
1: so, so, and I know this is taking it well off the, the rails here, but is this more an indictment on what's truly important in? professional sports and professional you know it's the nfl quarterback is king championships are king yeah we'll smooth over all this other shit if we win that's not great (laughs) you know i mean it's and and maybe it's maybe it's just magnified because we're in cleveland right and and it's we've had one playoff run in recent memory and it's led by the guy who is now currently begging to be traded so
3: I think there's there's a little bit of a difference and you can't really compare it to anything because it seems with this kind of stuff unless you were ray rice like time kind of healed that with kareem hunt and ben roethlisberger and all that kind of stuff the difference here is there was no time this was being deposed twice in one day yeah, yeah. in meeting with nfl teams the same day
0: yeah
3: that's why it felt really i mean it all feels gross and weird to me you're being deposed, you walk out and then you're meeting with the Browns or you're meeting with the saints. All that matters is that you win apparently. Uh, and if you are that talented, there's always going to be a place for you, no matter what we feel. Obviously yeah. there's, there's yeah. different organizations evaluating him and saying it, hey, I'm sure they have their own investigators and former police detectives or whatever, who probably were doing the same kind of stuff due diligence. But yeah, at the start of this and at the end of this, it just feels so gross and wrong So wherever he ends up at the end of the day, I'm glad it's not here. I'm glad it's not with the Browns. I I don't know if it's two years from now, if we're toiling at five wins, four wins, whatever that shit is. But ultimately,
2: like the Texans.
3: Yeah, right. I mean, I I think I said this on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) I think I said this on Sunday. We're all reasonably good human beings. We're we're good people. And we know the difference that this is just gross and not good enough. Uh, no matter how many wins, but unless you say Gerb, just w- wipe them on your face. Yeah, I, I wipe the wins that, on that's your face. Right when Gerber wiped them on our face.
0: <laughs> well, um, that was in an outtake, and so <laughs> probably some slack. Some people yeah, might no. not have even heard that. You're, True. Yeah,
1: uh, you're being funny, and you're really a good guy. And yes, I, I agree with
0: you. Well, here's the thing: that, like,
1: there's you're about to disagree with that.
0: <laughs> well, I would <laughs> not a good guy. I, I would say this: that setting aside how unseemly it all felt it may have been a good decision if there was a snowball's chance in hell he was coming, but you yeah. pile on the legal stuff. You, you pile on like the, the moral stuff on top of the fact that what was going to bring this guy here other than the promise that, Hey, we've got a really good roster, um, which by the way, we've kind of got to trade away some of it and we've got to give up these picks. And so it's, it might not be as strong. What was going to bring him here? all of it was bad, which is what comes back to the original question was, was this ever a good idea? Um, We all
1: said, no, No. yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Does it matter at all that it, it seems like after the season or in meetings with Baker's people, although it's not entirely clear that it sounds like there were some assurances made to Baker that he was going to be the guy. And then
2: this week happens. Well, it also came out that, um, they assured him that they would also go after a top-tier quarterback if one became available.
0: Yeah, I think they were honest about that. There are two different stories. There yeah. were, you know, oh, we're not going to go after a veteran quarterback was what they said to him at one point. And then later mm-hmm. on it was, we told him. that, And that's coming from the Brown side too. The Brown yeah, said, oh, no, we told him we would go after an elite guy if one was available. That's
1: true. And if we know anything, the Haslams are all about honesty. Indeed. <laughs> that's, that's right. That is, that's that part is of their still- foundation. <laughs>
2: The Haslam circus and how much of this is Barry and Stefanski trying to do their job to find the best player to win. I mean, cause it feels like it could be either one.
0: Boy, I it, would say that
2: it this feels
0: more like has, a, like a yes. Haslam thing. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't seem to be a really well thought out plan. Like, okay, if we don't get to Sean Watson, what happens? Oh, Baker's our starter. Well, yeah. wait a minute. You got to know Baker's going to be pissed. So that that doesn't sound like a good, very, well thought out, smart move. And
1: anytime Haslam dips his hand in the football side of things, things go really well. Johnny football. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. I also wonder if there were conversations behind the scenes that there were some assurances that some of this might be kept private and none of it was. Mm. They should know better. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, hey, we're going to for all we know, they had these exact same conversations with Seattle. Yeah. And, you know, Russell, was, uh, Russell Wilson chose Denver, and, and that was sort of all we heard. But we, we have no idea. They may have had these conversations about Garoppolo. They may have already had these conversations about Matt Ryan. For they might time. still be having those
0: conversations. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> Let, let's just assume that it wasn't entirely clear whether right. they were making assurances to Baker about whether he was going to be the starter or not. This I, I, aggressive a move during right. this week – has had its effect. And does it, does it matter that they may have given them a heads up first or not? Maybe it doesn't matter.
3: Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it matters. I think if, um, if they gave them that courtesy and, and what they're saying, they did hey, if a top tier becomes available, we're going to pursue that. But ultimately it, it doesn't matter if it's a professional level, a collegiate level, or a high school level, buddy, you're always going to be replaced. If there's somebody better or somebody better is available or a freshman or a sophomore is better than you are at point guard. That, that kid's eating up your minutes. And, and plus, if if they owed him anything, they probably would have gave him the contract last year or the year before, uh, and instead of letting him after that playoff win, you would have thought maybe, hey, they'll they'll wrap him up here. Yeah. Uh, so the farther we get away from that, I think the clearer the pitcher gets that I don't think that either of these, the coach, the front office, I don't know if any of them thought, hey, he's our he's the guy who's going to lead us to a promised land. Yeah, he can win us games. Yeah, he can probably get us to the playoffs, maybe win one or two. But is he the dude? I don't know if they ever thought that. And the craziest thing is that I, I love Brown's Twitter. It's been great for the past forty-eight yeah, hours, it's but now people, yeah, but now, like, at least this afternoon, when it really all fell apart, it was like it was never like the the, the messaging from multiple people, in some with blue check marks. The messaging was it was never about getting Deshaun Watson. It was about getting rid of Baker Mayfield. It seems like a really terrible way about going about it. Yeah, yeah and yeah. and think
0: about it. Like again, that's the flip side of the assurances they make to him. Yeah. Why mm-hmm. tell him? oh, we're not really going to go out of everybody else. Why come out like the day after the season ends and say, we expect Baker to be our starter
2: next year. We believe in him.
0: If you really don't.
2: Wasn't that also where the Haslam thing could come into play? So maybe that was a conversation that he had with Barry and Stefanski and then Haslam came in and said, oh, by the way, we're trading the farm for Deshaun Watson to get on a plane.
0: I don't know, man. That's so strange. Like, again, like what that, what that tells me is – Poor communication at the top of the organization, a lack of a plan, a a non-football guy, granted he's the owner, but a non-football guy, nonetheless, getting in and and stirring up this mess, this sounds a lot like just shitty Browns dysfunction that we've lived with our entire adult lives and most of our young adult lives and most of our young lives and (laughs) most of our infant (laughs) lives.
1: Yes. (laughs) You know, we talked about this a lot over this past season it seemed the football guys be it Stefanski and Andrew Barry were kind of telling us exactly what they thought of Baker Mayfield without coming out and saying it they were telling us if he was your franchise guy after that playoff win yep you you lock him up and they didn't right so then they they extend him through next year and that's fine it's well within their rights it buys them that that extra year thinking that last year he wouldn't have been hurt the whole time but then he gets hurt and if he's your franchise quarterback he doesn't play the rest of the season that way. Like they were like, all right, trot that dude out there. Let's see if maybe he'll prove us wrong. And and then he is our guy. Cause look, look at what he's done. And it just seemed all year like, yeah, you know, Baker's going to get you what he got us, you know, maybe every now and again, a winning season and maybe not. And who knows what they're evaluating on the football side of things every day throughout the week. But there were a lot of things this season that kind of pointed towards like, all right, they're kind of telling us what they think of Baker.
0: So Phil is in the, they stopped believing in him last season. Camp, is that fair? Not yeah, that you yeah, did, did, but that, but you think that the organization stopped believing yeah, in him mean, during the season? I,
1: I can't tell. Some days I can't tell if I like Baker Mayfield or if I just want him to be good because I just want a good starting quarterback for my Cleveland Browns, right? I, I like some things that Baker brings to the table. I, I do, you, you know, I like his energy, his heart, you know, that kind of stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, we, we have to have a skilled quarterback if we're going to win in the NFL these days. So I wanted him to be the guy. I want whoever the next guy is to be the guy, but yeah, I, I kind of fall in that camp where I think maybe the team stopped believing in Baker um, maybe even before last season started
2: for an adult in the room.
1: Yeah. That, what is that comment though, man? I, yeah,
2: that was stupid. I
1: yeah, did they it, actually it, make that or is that just someone in ESPN saying it? So that you know, it was like
2: the double down on it again. And said he definitely heard that from somebody in the Browns organization. Great. But who is that? Was it Jarvis Landry? Was it,
0: <laughs> yeah, somebody <laughs> in the Browns organization. Does Sulsar o- work for them?
1: OBJ's dad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. OBJ's dad. Watson says no to the Browns, so they turn back to their ex-girlfriend Baker and say, okay, you're the starting quarterback again. <laughs> Uh, Baker responds, I want to be traded. I don't want to be your girlfriend or your starting quarterback. And the Browns told him, no, <laughs> you're oh. not allowed to break up with us. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> seems obvious Baker would be upset and want out after the way this all goes down. It seems to me nuts that the Browns think they can just be like, nope, you're still our starter. You'll be back. Is Baker going to be the starter?
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny as I listen to you describe that very succinctly i i almost think like all right this happens in other organizations every year and we roll our eyes and laugh at it and bitch about the quarterback or the front office or whatever and like oh, these you know they're just too emotional like just go out there and do your job is he going to be the starter next year this is recency bias from today i'm gonna say no i'm gonna say no but i would not be surprised in the least if You you know, at the end of the day, this is a business and they get together and be like, listen, man, you're under contract. Go take your snaps and play for your next contract, which, you know, ask the Packers how that went with Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) He does that every year and now he's their quarterback for the next three years. Right. So, who knows?
2: I I thought I had a clear idea thinking that he probably was going to be the starter because it made the most sense. And then most of the stuff was rumor, and then they went and put their d- out, and everybody laughed at it. So <laughs> that
1: tends to happen. <laughs> yeah, what? <That's> the sh- <laughs> oh, oh. oh, too soon! <laughs> too soon! I'm sorry. I'm I, sorry. I Probably thought that was a joke
3: at the that. start. I just <laughs> didn't want to say it. Yeah. No, I thought it was a joke about me.
2: <laughs> oh man! No, no. <laughs> I have no idea who's going to be the quarterback. I'd be surprised now if it's Baker Mayfield. What I was thinking about is what you were asking the question was who are the other quarterbacks that this exact same scenario is still playing out for? So for the Saints, they don't have a quarterback under contract, right? Jameis Winston was a starter last year, at least for most. um, They don't have a.
0: Taysom Hill is still there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 He got a contract and he got his chance to start and it didn't work. So, but Matt Ryan is the Atlanta quarterback. Atlanta's in a much worse situation than we are. And it's really, as I believe it, down to the Saints and down to Atlanta. I haven't heard anything from Matt Ryan. I don't remember hearing from Jimmy Garofalo when they uh, drafted Trey Lance. So it's it's certainly that fiery personality that I think probably attracted John Dorsey to him as having the energy and power to switch this giant iceberg going in the wrong direction for multiple decades into the right, to, you know, to, to have some sort of ability to change that momentum is now coming back to bite the Browns when they were going yeah. in the right. I, I'd be surprised to see how that plays out positively because I, I could, once again, it's just going to be another PR nightmare. It's like LeBron on, right before he left both times this is going to be the question and topic du jour every yep. game every press conference and i imagine they were trying to avoid that so much so that they were going to bring in another mess to talk about maybe just to talk about <laughs> at least it in torres labrum so i don't know i'd be surprised uh, I, at this point, Case Keenum would be my bet in Vegas just because he's the Browns quarterback on the roster that is due a bonus on Saturday. And I imagine he's staying with the team if they're paying him that bonus on Saturday.
0: Yeah, I think you're probably right. Chucky, what do you think?
3: Miller walked us through most scenarios. Uh, if if he goes to Atlanta and Matty Ice is available, he makes too much money to come here to be a bridge quarterback because that's what he is, even though he can still perform at a high level, if not better than Baker Mayfield last year statistically. Uh, Garoppolo is in worse shape physically Dude can't throw for like three months with his throwing arm, not like Baker's other arm. Yep. Uh, so what does that leave you? A, a heaping pile of shit like Winston, James Winston, maybe Gardner Minshew becomes available. Oh. Uh, right. So
2: your stash is telling me you're voting for. Gardner.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not voting for anybody. The scenario here, just as ugly as it is, and as much as they might want to divorce or break up, th- there's no quarterback to go get in this draft. That's going to make a difference for this team. To start year one there's nobody out there that's available and i know there's a pipe dream about Derek carr coming here but after Devontae adams getting traded yeah, there this why? After, yeah. like it's yeah. it, it, right like it, it that's over so there's really i mean unless the the heaven's open and andrew Luck decides, to, yeah no unless oh yeah God. right there's just right there's there's nothing <laughs> out there there's nothing out there and your best option is still Baker Mayfield. And it's a guy who's playing for a contract and maybe it's not here. So at some point I would hope they just figure it out and, you know, like they just kind of ignore each other maybe and just, (laughs) just play and and do your job and and shut the up about it. But Miller might be right. I mean, it might be Keenum. They could have cut him earlier to get that cap room for Deshaun Watson. And they didn't. So maybe, maybe it's that dude, which will be an exciting football season
0: coming up for the Browns.
2: Backed up by Kenny Pickett. Small. small. <laughs> oh, God.
0: I like that Chuck became the first media member to speculate that, uh, Andrew Luck was coming out of retirement. I'm sure.
3: I'm sure I'm not the first, <laughs> no, I haven't but I'm just it. saying like, I'm sure there's people out there. So is Jeff George still available? You know, like, or, you know, like...
0: <laughs> is the biggest risk that this team faces now at the end of this week that they might be on a two or three year trip of wasting a great roster. Without a quarterback, because maybe you have Baker not fully in playing quarterback next year, or you have Keenum, or you have somebody else off the shit pile. You have a good enough team that you're not going to be drafting in the top five next year or the year after, probably, Uh, but you do not have a good enough team to compete in your division, which has three really good quarterbacks. And oh, by the way, your conference, which now has like seven really good quarterbacks in it. And we will never be able to get that elite guy. And we now are going to waste a really good defense, the best running game in the NFL, a great offensive line, and I don't know some potential at wide receiver.
3: You've done a wonderful job painting a really terrible picture.
0: Yeah, Um, well, leave this on a high note, guys.
3: Yeah, but I, I I think you're probably right, Uh, and that's the most disappointing part is that we had two years where we thought there's stability here and there's a real plan here, but at the end of the day, the only person this doesn't ever bounce back on is, is haslam even if he sticks his fingers in it and says this is what we're doing we can look at a regime change after this season or after next season because uh, you know that's that's that what's start- worse i didn't right. even think of that yeah that's what's starting to terrify me is like oh we're just going to go back to doing that cycle of every what year and a half it got down to like a year a year and a half where they were doing it but the roster is too good And I want to say these guys are too smart not to figure this out one way or another. But like you said, the division, every team in our division got better this week, except the Brown. Multiple teams in the conference got better. Man, I still have faith that these guys can figure it out just because the window is open for this team to win now.
2: I would argue that based on the decision that they went after Watson so heavily that they already feel like that process has started. Like they already felt like they wasted last year. And that's why they're trying to make for swing for the fences now and that they missed – But it's just a continuation of what had already been happening for a year. I think they're going to probably keep swinging for something. I I don't know what it is they'll catch, but um, I'd be surprised if they stand stand pat with the way things are. Because if anything, you're going after somebody with the reputation that hasn't played in a while and didn't win the last year he played, but obviously has the talent. It must mean that you feel that that is a better option than what you already have i'd imagine that they already probably feel like they're wasting the the roster they already feel like they wasted it last year
1: so along those lines then you got to assume that this front office is going to continue to try to pry a proven quarterback from another team be it this offseason or the next right because we're in this window as you guys are talking about so are you just starting to throw ridiculous trade packages at a team that all right we've got a really good quarterback and not much else you you know uh with the idea that our roster is the opposite so and i don't know i mean there's no quarterback that comes to mind that who who could we pry away from another team and you only need a guy for two or three years because that's your window with this team yeah the other part of that is what you want to see being built in cleveland is not a window like this right like it's right and, and we're right and we're looking at this we're looking at this because we have nothing to compare to other than our past and this is by far the best roster we've had in Cleveland Browns uniforms in quite some time. But the idea is, can we not have a window of two or three years of winning? Can we just continue to stock a roster so that when we do get that quarterback, be it through the draft in two years or through a trade or whatever it is, then everything is good for the foreseeable future because we're just reloading. You know, you look at your best franchises, their their worst seasons are nine and eight, eight, nine, you know, and they, yeah. they kind of trudge through it and the next guy up kind of thing. Uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, that's, that's hard to to really look at long-term when you're in the midst of it with some of these other franchises, but I don't know. Like it's, do you keep taking swings at, at what, like do you go after Aaron Rodgers and green Bay and say, Hey, green Bay, you know what, maybe you guys need four years of number one picks to rebuild. We'll give it to you. Okay. You know, that guy walks through the doors tomorrow and the Browns are, right back in the super bowl contention contention or at least the conversation right i don't know what quarterbacks out there are they going to just give up in other yeah. places i'm not i'm not sure that's going to happen
2: and you hope they don't turn into like indianapolis is right now where every year they're trading for somebody else's quarterback that had
1: yeah yeah
2: just that. hoping okay. yeah yeah all right carson wentz didn't work out who was the who was before that it was the guy with 57 kids philip the- rivers Philip, <laughs> right? Yeah. His barely really on, but, you know, he was Philip Rivers. Let's give him one more shot. Uh, it gets to be a little bit of a, like an exercise in futility of seeing who still has the ability to make a football go in a forward motion with a spiral that used to be able to play really well but might be able to come play for the Browns right now.
0: Every decision that they have made since Barry took over has been looking forward towards building that consistently solid, good winning team. And it's even decisions like letting Jarvis Landry go. That's what the really good teams who are good overtime do. They they don't overpay those guys that they love, who are great teammates and great players, but might be on the down end of their career. This week was the first round of really questionable decisions this organization has made since these guys took over, or else I think they were headed for the most part in a good way. And I think I think they actually did make some good moves this week. We're just not going to talk about them because we're going to talk about <laughs> yeah. Deshaun Watson not coming here and Baker Mayfield wanting to leave. Uh, and it's a shame because there, there were some there was some good stuff done, and you can see them again attacking weaknesses on the team and, and trying to fix them in the offseason. But this week is what we will remember this offseason for. It will not be for any of those moves. Boys, we're out of time. I'm almost out of whiskey. <laughs> I hope you guys Put this behind you. Enjoy a bunch of basketball over the next few days, and we will be back at our regular time to talk Cavs Crunch, the NCAA tournament. And I'm thinking we may talk some music too. Sounds good. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Miller. Yeah, that's great. Good yeah. to see you, buddy. <clears throat> well, that can going down on the table is going to piss me right off, Miller. <laughs> yeah. Just get yeah, a towel. That's the one.
1: That's the get one. Towel. Yeah. A towel does, it, does wonders.
0: Take your shirt off, put it down on the table. Yeah. Hold your shirt. <laughs> you know, ball up your shirt. Tell you, it's
1: clutch. lucky charms <laughs> what is that a is breakfast a bar, bar? <laughs> lucky charms makes a breakfast bar
2: you do now lucky charms wow. treat.
0: what that's even louder are you are you going to open that right now we can hear everything you're doing <laughs> i'm doing a little sml mr or whatever this, this, is,
1: shit is. this is already my favorite emergency pod ever <laughs>
0: <laughs> and where this trade <clears throat> And where this tra- train, God, I, I want to say trade, but I've written yep. train and that's my problem <laughs> right now. <laughs> hey, hey. Good idea.
2: We drum. can't hear what you're
0: saying. No, oh. oh. Can you? And you're really quiet.
2: I thought I was the one that lost the microphone. <laughs> Boy, we are off to a, <laughs> a fast start, start here. <laughs> yeah. More humor. I could do this all day.
3: The emergency no. pod. How about now? Is that better? Yeah, it was on automatically adjusting. Sorry, everybody.
0: Phil, what do you think? Baker, our starter next season.
1: You started with me. Are you asking me again?
0: Oh, I forgot that I'd started with you. <laughs> I, Did I you can, change me, your opinion. I, I
1: could, <laughs> I, you guys have swayed me to give you the exact same answer that I gave
0: you to start <laughs> this conversation. Oh, man. oh, boy. I wasn't going to do any outtakes, but I guess I will now. <laughs> uh,
2: all right. Well,
0: that
1: Miller,
2: the, the Toronto's going after Ramirez really hard. Oh, yeah. Ross Atkins is their new GM. Who was a f- assistant GM for the Indians slash Guardians for a long time. They, yeah, think, trying to assignment.
3: Yeah, they just made a nice
1: big move too.
2: Yeah, they just who it was oh,
1: it, it's um, what's um, shit.
2: You forget how market Toronto is. Yeah, which I, it doesn't seem to play out on the basketball stage. But I mean, they, they won, but like they from a free agency. But from a baseball standpoint, they've got money, man. They can compete with the Yankees and Red Sox for spending. Do they really? Yeah, Toronto I, guess I didn't the, know that. Toronto, the second largest city in North America.
1: Is it in North America?
0: No. I think- New York and
2: Chicago gotta be bigger than Toronto. New York would be one. Chicago. One. LA. LA. Now you're talking US. North of Alexa. What is <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure LA is in the is in North America.
0: <laughs> All
1: of the US is in North America.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii. Well,
1: Hawaii
2: is not in North America. I don't think. Is
1: Toronto even bigger than
2: Houston? Actually, New York is the second most populous city in North America. I don't know. I don't have to ask what the first is. I assumed it was the first. Maybe yeah, Toronto. Well,
0: maybe LA is the first. You know, Toronto is the biggest city in in the entire <laughs> continent of North
3: America. Uh, two points over two point seven
0: million in Toronto.
1: That's that doesn't even crack. Like New York's got eleven mil.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Doesn't Cleveland have two million? No. No. not anymore no.
2: 200,000 <laughs> yeah. yeah well if you're
3: greater up. toronto area i don't yeah. know what that includes though is 6.7 the rest so. of canada <laughs> yeah that's
2: right province of Quebec. wow i'm usually not that wrong on something i thought it was one of the largest cities in north america
1: I'm almost always that wrong and stuff. This is this is normal. <laughs> <laughs> you just start spouting out stats. That's why we have Chuck's supercomputer.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm trying to find another way around. To around.
0: Boy, in the end, I don't know if we ever really this episode got us to any clarity on like what the hell is going on, other than mm-hmm. going how after Deshaun it? Watson was a bad idea. Yeah. And how, how could it? How could we get and they must even? they must be, they must believe that Baker just is not even close to being the answer.
3: Yeah, but and I, and I don't think it's like a thing too, where a new regime comes in and they want it to be their guy like that happens a lot in yeah. sports. Yeah. I don't think it's that. And I just think they just never believed in him. Um. All right. So the largest North American city is Mexico City. Nine ah, po- yeah. 9.2 ah. million. Then New York at eight point five, Los Angeles, three point nine. Toronto is number four at two point eight. Chicago two point
0: seven was um, pretty much
3: right like on. Yeah,
1: Miller.
2: What do you mean? I'm funny, funny like a clown.
1: Here to amuse you.